Hey friends, it's Shawnee, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to Simple Saturdays. Today we're going to talk about overwhelm, what it is, how to manage it as a mom. But before we do, I'll share something that is overwhelming for me, and that is Halloween candy. In the past, when my kids would get Halloween candy, I would put it up in the cupboard, they would forget about it, my husband would take it to work after a little bit, and it was out of the house. But now they're older, they see the bags, they know what's in the bags, they've they've cataloged it in their brains, and so they want to have candy all the time. It's all they're thinking about, and they ask for it every day. So we bring out these bags, and you can pick a couple candies, but then it turns into like this 20-minute bartering session between them, and they've got like someone's amassing the chips and someone's got smarties that they're trading for certain chocolate bars and there's like a currency there's a system of power there's a currency that they have developed from this candy like i cannot secretly get rid of it now and yeah i wish i was one of those cool moms who's like just eat whatever you want and binge sugar blah blah blah. it's so cool but no my kids have zero chill when it comes to the candy (laughs) zero chill Like I'll give them some and I'll be like, okay, now you go outside. (laughs) You need to leave my presence for 20 minutes because you are crazy right now. So I don't know what to do about the candy. Now I understand where this switch witch thing came from, where parents are like, oh, magical witch is going to come and give you a toy and take your candy. I don't really know how we'll spin that in our house, but I think that might be the direction we're going. Exchange plastic goods for sugar. Yes, this is what's going to happen. If you have tips on Halloween candy, send me them. I'd love to hear them. So before we get into talking about overwhelm, I do want to let you know about something that is coming out. It's going to be released soon in the next week or two, and that is the Simple Christmas Planner. So over the past couple of years, I have shared something called the Simple Christmas Series, and it covers everything from gift giving to Advent to party food to hospitality. And I wanted to take that content and put it into action. So yeah, we're reading this, it's helpful, it's interesting, but what do we do with it? So I have been working on the Simple Christmas Planner and I'm taking a life coaching approach to it and also kind of this nerdy planner approach that I just have inside of me. So this planner will help you lay out the mindsets, the habits, the intentions you wanna have going into Christmas, setting your own Christmas vision for you and your family, and then planning all of the preparations, all of the lists, all of the things to think about, and putting it all into a calendar at the end. So yes, it is thorough, but I also keep it simple. There's lots of prompts and checklists and ideas, and it's all about giving you the Christmas that you want and helping you show up for it. So if you are part of the Simple Saturdays newsletter, you will get emailed information about this shortly. And if you're not on the Simple Saturdays newsletter, sign up for it. It is The podcast is a deep dive every two weeks, but the Simple Saturdays newsletter, there's a bit more behind the scenes, a bit more variety, a bit more, um, yeah, it's just a little bit of like a sampler platter, if you like. <laughs> or as we call it in my family, a platter of emotions. Yes, hashtag platter of emotions. All right, so overwhelm. Overwhelm, it's part of our lives, right? Especially as moms, we have the checklists in our brains of appointments and meal plans and who hates applesauce and who needs new shoes and who's got what going on on this date. Like, it is real. There's a lot to think about and it does feel overwhelming. And when we have all these things in our brain, it's tasks and demands, often we think this is too much. This is too much. And this is where we run into overwhelm. 
because we can have all these things that we need to think about, but when we start to tell ourselves this is too much, um, I can't handle it, then we feel overwhelmed. Overwhelm isn't necessarily a situation, it's the feeling we have and the thoughts we have about the situation. And I don't say this to dismiss that this mental burden of stuff that needs our attention is real, but I say this to recognize that overwhelm is more of a feeling than it is a condition of our life. And it's worth considering how this feeling of overwhelm makes us think about our lives and ourselves because the presence of this emotion feels negative. And when we feel negative emotions, we think we've done something wrong. We think our life is wrong. We kind of start spiraling and we want to just get away from this feeling. So one thing that's happening is we are telling ourselves a story about having overwhelm. We're telling ourselves things like, I can't handle it. My life is too hard. I should be trying harder. And I just want you to know that if you are feeling overwhelmed, it feels negative, it feels heavy, these are normal feelings to feel. And you can let yourself off the hook for it. The presence of overwhelm does not mean that you're doing it wrong or something has gone wrong. It just means your brain is not really happy with all of the choices and all of the unknown territory that is presented before it. And it's also important to see how we are handling this overwhelm. What are we doing about it? We are stressing out. <laughs> and when we feel overwhelmed, we show up different, we act different, and the fight, flight, or freeze mode kicks in. So we might fight, we might get emotional, reactive, and snappy. You know, this is like, don't make eye contact with the bear kind of situation happening in the house. Another one might be flight, and this is someone who is going to like, start stressing out and planning and doing, and that anxiety is just driving them to do things faster and with more panic. Or we might freeze, we might kind of shut down in our own emotions or the world around us and do something like my personal favorite, which is binge eat ketchup chips while I'm watching TV and just shutting everything out. Okay, bye. <laughs> so these responses are happening. We've taken this feeling of overwhelm and put it into action and even no action is still in action, but nothing is helping us actually work through it and manage it and deal with it. So we can see that overwhelm costs us something. It is a feeling that we have when we think it's too much or it's not enough or we can't handle it. It's a negative story that we tell ourselves about us and our lives and our ability to deal or everything that is kind of happening at us. But we can manage overwhelm, we can. Because what's happening is overwhelm is just like this vague sense of it being too much. We aren't very clear on what exactly it is and what exactly is too much of it. It's kind of vague and it's like carrying this huge heavy box of random crap and your muscles are aching and you're just feeling like burdened down by it. The question isn't, are you strong enough for the box? Or if your box is the heaviest, the question is, what are you going to do with this box full of stuff? <laughs> so. It comes down to making decisions. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, you've got this big box and like your muscles are sore and you think that you are just like destined to carry it forever. But what if you did something with this box? What kind of decisions could you be making? And that's where I want to give you kind of four steps that will help you move from this weight and this heavy mental clutter to taking action. So I'm going to share four steps with you. And these are ones that I use for myself, I use in life coaching, and they're also ones that I'm starting to teach my kids in small doses over time. 
The first one is calm your nervous system. So just get into a spot, take some big deep breaths. It's the most over-prescribed um, antidote there is for stress, but it works. Because when you are breathing deeply and you are slowing down your heart, you're calming down your body, you are getting back in control of your body. Because when you're stressed out in fight, flight, or freeze mode, your nervous system has flooded your body with stress hormones, and those are running the show. They think you're in danger. So you cannot just kind of be calm and rational about things. You need to calm down your body and get in charge of your body first. Take some big breaths and remind yourself, I can calm down and I can work through this. I'm not in danger, I can work through this. The next step, my favorite step <laughs> that I recommend for most all of life's problems is to make a list. And I've talked about brain dumps before. I will share a link in the show notes about brain dumps. The magic of doing a brain dump, the magic of making this list of everything in your brain is it unloads that mental clutter. That mental clutter is this vague like box of random stuff in our heads. We need to take this box and dump it out on the ground in front of us. And then we can start to see what is in it. All of the ideas, all of the tasks, all of the worries, getting them down on paper. And I like to categorize my brain dumps. Your nerdy girlfriend is genuinely nerdy, guys. I like to categorize like work things or home things or errands to run outside of the home or errands to do in the home. So I just have some categories and I'm filling this list, being very specific, specific tasks, specific ideas and thoughts. The more specific you can be, the more you're gonna know exactly what you're dealing with. Because here is what happens. Whenever I do this with other women whenever I do it for myself, what I hear other women say is, once I wrote it all out and made a list, it didn't seem so bad. Like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. When we can separate our facts from the feelings, then we can see mental clutter for what it is. We're better equipped to know how to deal with it now. And how do we deal with it? Well, we need to prioritize. This list is big and it might feel overwhelming. And it's not about you making it work and you trying harder or a list of how hard your life actually is. This list needs a mental mindset shift to go along with it. And you need to change your mindset from these are all the things I should be doing to all the things I could be doing. And I know just saying that you're probably having a little resistance inside. Maybe you're even saying like, no, like what is she talking about? I have to do all these things. Like I'm the mom, I'm doing this, I'm in charge of this. I understand the process. I mean, this mental shift alone could be its very own life coaching session. We all have very different reasons why a mindset shift like this specifically is tough and why we have resistance to it. But the reality is we cannot do all of the things in the course of the day physically, time-wise, mentally-wise, energy-wise, we cannot. We need to make choices. We need to make choices. We need to be responsible for our choices. And we need to choose the things that matter most to us. So in order to make these choices, we need to set priorities. When you're looking at this list, what are the things that are most important? What three things, pick three, are most in line with moving me forward in my personal values and vision? And if you have not done your own values and vision, there are some podcast episodes I'll link to and some worksheets that are free that I will link to to help you set your own values and vision. So choose three things, three top priorities that you are going to take action on. And the fourth step is to take action. I mean, making a list is great. It's therapeutic. I have a 
bullet journal with many, many lists in it. I enjoy making lists. They are helpful, but you still need to take action and not just this kind of passive action, this busy work. So hold yourself accountable. Externalize that kind of negative mental energy you had into positive physical energy by taking action. And what's going to happen when you take action on your list is you are going to start to build up confidence that you are someone who can manage the overwhelm. You are someone who can feel these feelings and still do something productive at the end of the day for yourself. So not only are you giving yourself the gift of done, like I'm done, like I finished it, the thing is done, that thing is just off my list now, but you are also building up into your identity as someone who has resilience and can manage and make decisions that are important to you and your life. So these are four steps that I would recommend for managing overwhelm. Just pick one and start with it. If you feel like you can't get through all four steps right away, just do baby steps over time to build up your comfort and your confidence that you are someone who can follow through on these things. And if it's something that you would like some formal support on, if you feel like overwhelm is negatively affecting your life or something that you're struggling to work through, then book a consult call for me to see if I would be the right life coach for you and I can help you work through these things. As always, it is a pleasure to bring you guys Simple Saturdays. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast in whatever podcast player you are listening to, and I would love it if you would leave me a rating and review in your podcast player. Have a great week.